He's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's the Mark K Show. Listen, like, share. This is the Mark K Show. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. I am I am just giddy with excitement. I am so utterly stoked. You can't even believe I'm shaking almost, shaking because of the excitement of tomorrow's big festivities. Of course, we are we are just two days away from the inauguration of Donald Trump the next president of the United States. And again, I, for one, am just ecstatic. Here's what we're going to do today. No three big things, no nothing like that. We're just going to talk about the inauguration, the inauguration, and the inauguration. We're going to run through the schedule. We're going to run through uh, all of the uh, all of the events that are happening around town. Some of them that are planned, some of them that are totally not planned. I'll tell you what to be looking for, when it's going to get crazy, and of course, where I'll be too, so that you can follow along on Facebook, hopefully, uh, on Twitter, on, on Instagram, and like I said, I'll be podcasting and videotaping the entire time, so uh, so definitely check that out. All right, so so here's how this thing's gonna here's how this thing's gonna lay out. There you have two big days worth of events, really fun events for the crowd, for the for Americans, and also for the uh, for the president and the vice president. And everything starts tomorrow morning. I get on a plane, I land uh, in, in at the airport about 9 a.m. I'm gonna be in Washington, Reagan, and that's just in time because at 10:30, the Voices of the People performances begin. At the Lincoln Memorial. This is a day-long public concert. This is all day long. Public concert where you have all kinds of people that are going to be singing uh, and performing. The Republican Hindu Coalition will be there. Never heard them. I'm sure they're awesome. High school marching bands, choirs, and baton twirlers. And also uh, something that I love and is very cool, something I always look forward to, the D.C. Fire Department, Emerald Society, Pipes and Drums. Now, I don't know about you, but there is something so just totally American sounding about pipes and drums. Also very Scottish sounding, but really, you know, like Scotch American. I like Scotch. I like America. So it just makes me feel very filled with, with hope and inspiration and, and love of country. And these guys are phenomenal. They're great, man. As far as pipe and drums go, I mean, I'm no expert, but uh, they, they sound totally, if you've never seen any of their videos, then uh, you should definitely check them out because they're totally, I mean, just listen to them. I mean, it's great. I feel like I'm watching some movie about firefighters and it's the funeral procession and well, that's kind of sad. So maybe we'll, we won't talk about that anyway. So that's what's happening there. They're going to start performing. The pipe and drums will be there. Uh, then this is great at three 30 at three 30, Donald Trump and vice president elect Mike Pence will be at Arlington national cemetery for a wreath laying ceremony in honor of the nation's veterans. Then at, at uh, after that, they go back to the Lincoln Memorial where they will introduce the second act of the concert at the Lincoln Memorial, the, the same thing. It's dubbed uh, Make America Great Again, the Welcome Celebration. Fantastic, fantastic title. Uh, headlining, it will be country stars Toby Keith and Lee Greenwood. I don't know if Toby Keith will be singing the Taliban song or uh, or Weed with Willie. Those are two of my faves. Uh, probably he won't be performing either of those. But, uh, and Lee Greenwood, I, I imagine, is going to sing I'm Proud to Be an American because... Well, I mean, what else? Uh, what what else does? Uh, that, I mean, that's what else does Lee Greenwood um, sing? It's pretty much it. Then there's fireworks, so that's exciting. Okay, let's go to Friday. Let's go to Friday. Friday, the day that Donald Trump takes office. This is going to be one of the most amazing days in the history of the United States. Donald Trump wakes up. He and Mike Pence go to uh, services at St. John's Episcopal Church. Then they go to the White House where President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama will welcome Donald and Melania. 
and they will have morning tea. Yummy. <laughs> it's like a tradition. I know, like tea. It's like a tradition. They have morning tea. They uh, they then get in the same motorcade. Now think about this. Think about what a logistical nightmare this is for somebody. You have President Obama and his wife, and uh, President Elect Trump and his wife in the same motorcade, traveling together down the parade route to the Capitol. You have them all at the same, the outgoing president and the incoming president. Talk about the most secure location in the entire country. That is it, man. That is going to be the most secure location uh, you've ever seen. 9.30 a.m., the inauguration ceremony begins on the west front of the Capitol with musical performances. Members of Congress will be attending, not all of them, because as we know, 50 so far have pledged not to attend. Uh, I've been trying to get my hands on one of their tickets. I'm like, hey, if you guys aren't coming, can I get one of your tickets? But so far, no go. Also, I heard that if you are attending, you have to be there at 5 a.m. and you're locked in. You can't leave until it's all over. And, you know, I got uh, I got stuff to do. There's other there's other places I uh, I need a very important, very important stuff going on. So I can't lock myself in from 5 a.m. to like 5 p.m. This is not going to happen. Uh, also, I can't have my cell phone. So pff, forget that. If I can't Snapchat... I, that, that, any place I can't Snapchat, that's no place I want to be. So then, uh, former presidents Jimmy Carter will be there. George W. Bush will be there. Bill Clinton will be there. Uh, Hillary Clinton will also be in attendance. George H.W. Bush will not be there. He, of course, uh, is in the hospital. I think you may have gotten the report that he is uh, experiencing shortness of breath. He was hospitalized, so he will not be in attendance. Also, uh, the, the, the big headliner of the event, 16-year-old soprano Jackie Evanko will sing the national anthem. This is this has become a bigger deal than anybody else than anybody probably even thought. Jackie Ivanko who won uh, what was it the the voice or America's Got Talent one of those opera so she came in second. I'm sorry. People always come but she came in second. Very talented young girl, 16 years old. She was asked to perform the the national anthem of the country at the inauguration of Donald Trump. Something that in any, you know, in any other scenario, any other president, in any, any other election, any other year would just be like, wow, that's an honor. Of course I'll take it. But she's had to really like fight back hatred and online angst and people lashing out at her and threatening her. She had to be on, on Good Morning America where they, yeah, I was looking at the, uh, I was looking at the Good Morning America website and, and this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous to me. I know it's MSM and I know everyone's like, dude, mainstream media. Why are you even shocked? And I'm not, it's not that I'm shocked. It's that I guess I'm just still like not shocked, just totally and utterly freaking disgusted because the, the title, title of this article on, on the uh, ABC website or the GMA website was something along the lines of Jackie Ivanko explains her decision to perform at Trump inauguration. I mean, are you kidding me in any, in, in what world? Would anyone have to explain what is clearly the opportunity of a lifetime? This will be the most watched inauguration in the history of inaugurations. This will be the most played, the most talked about. This is even though those 50 congresspeople are not there, there will be more people in attendance in the mall, watching on television, watching news clips, watching online. I mean, why would you have to explain as a perform? You're given the opportunity to perform in front of one of the largest audiences in the world, and then you have to explain your decision to do so. <laughs> why? Oh, because it's Donald Trump. It, because it's Donald Trump, and guess what? Uh, Donald Trump 
is a uh, very controversial figure. I pulled a couple of clips from the news story. Here's, I forget, this guy's talking to Michael Strahan. I forget, Michael Strahan's in New York. This guy's on the uh, on the street in Washington. And and here's how he's uh, discussing the Jackie Ivanko um, uh, practice and, and performance of the national anthem at the Trump inauguration. Ivanko is under intense pressure. A barrage of criticism on social media. Some even calling her a traitor and selfish, citing her sister, who is transgender. By the way, I hate this sound effect they use. I feel like somebody's sending, like I'm sending out mail. Listen to it again. It sounds like someone's sending email. Ivanko is under intense pressure, a barrage of criticism on social media, some even calling her a traitor and selfish, citing her sister, who is transgender. So other than the annoying sound effect of the mail, you know, flying off out of your out of your box, I don't know why they use that. I just I don't understand. That, you know, so people are on social media calling Jackie Ivanko a traitor. Why would she be a traitor for singing the national anthem of the United States at the inauguration of the president of the United States? That's not actually that's not actually something a traitor would do. That's something that I mean, I don't even know what the opposite of a traitor, a patriot would do. I mean, isn't that, I mean, a traitor would be somebody who, who, who doesn't do that or who says, you know, I'm going to go sing at the inauguration of some other president of some other country or some prime minister. I mean, that is not a traitor's act. A person who betrays their country is a traitor. (laughs) Okay. Well, she's singing a song in honor of her country at one of the biggest celebrations her country will have this year. How does that make her a traitor? And who are these people hating on a 16-year-old for singing the national anthem? I mean, that's that's just ridiculous. Why? Because her sister is transgender. Her sister supports her. Her sister says, you got to go. I mean, you have to go. This is an incredible opportunity. Saying no would be stupid. So then they sit down with Stephanopoulos, George Stephanopoulos, and he starts interviewing her. Now, remember, this girl is 16. If you have a daughter uh, or even a son who's 16 years of age, okay, and, and they're, they've been asked to do something. Think about the intense pressure that they're under regardless. And now you've got to put them on television with somebody like George Stephanopoulos and answer ridiculous questions like this one. There is a lot of controversy around this inauguration. How are you tuning it out? How am I? Tuning it out. Well, I have a lot of positivity from my family, and that's really all that matters to me. And all of my true fans have been there for me and supportive, and that's really all I need, so... I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'd like to point out that the controversy uh, controversy surrounding the election is mostly from places like George Stephanopoulos, Good Morning America, ABC News, CNN, BuzzFeed, NBC News, CNN. Did I mention them? Oh, I may have mentioned them twice. You know why? Because, uh, well, they're fake news. You are fake news. Yeah. Uh, this is where the controversy comes from. You've got all these news outlets, all these news organizations who still can't believe that Donald Trump is president. So they're creating controversy where there isn't any. And not only do you have people hating on Donald Trump and threatening to, uh, as we talked about it yesterday, stink bomb the deplorable and set off all of the sprinklers and wreak havoc on the city and jump over barricades and light fires and just they're total anarchy. We're going to disrupt Washington, D.C. in every single inaugural celebration in any way that we can simply because we hate Donald Trump. We are, we, and it's not even that. They just hate that they didn't get their way. They just hate that they didn't get their way. So now they're going to use this opportunity to I don't even know what it's not going to, it's not going to alter anything. You can tweet obscenities and horrible things to a 16 year old girl all you want, but Donald Trump's still going to be the president. 
she's still going to go sing the national anthem. And that wasn't even the dumbest question. Here's another question that George Stephanopoulos asked her about her sister. And your sister, TJ said, is transgender. This is a big week for her as well. Mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> but she won't be at the inaugural? She won't be. She has um, personal things going on right now. And I wish I could be there for her, too. And she wishes she was here for me. But we're there in spirit. Remember how I said that... Remember remember how I said that the, the mainstream media is basically creating controversy where there isn't any? This is it. What you just heard is controversy being created by George Stephanopoulos and ABC News. Her sister's transgender. So what? So are a lot of Americans. Donald Trump will be the president for all Americans. The national anthem is the national anthem of all Americans. And he's trying to say, so your sister's not going to be at the inauguration, huh? Making it seem like it's some kind of political statement. You can see Jackie Ivanko. She's like, um, no, huh, huh, nervous laughter. Because again, she's 16 and, and, and Stephanopoulos is grilling her like there's some deeper, darker story out there. And she goes, look, she's got some personal stuff going on. We all have personal stuff going on. She wishes she could be here for me. I wish I could be there for her. You know, also George is none of your damn business. I was asked to sing. Because that's what I do best. I was on a singing competition. I have a beautiful voice. I'm an American. And I was asked by my future president to come and sing the national anthem. So why don't you step off? <laughs> you weirdo. And again, I just, I didn't, it, this is where the controversy comes from. You know what I would like to do, by the way? Because Jackie Ivanko, again, when you think about what she had to go through just to sing, and if it were Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton or anyone else, there'd be no controversy. There'd be nobody hating on a 16-year-old girl singing the song. It would just, if it were the Super Bowl, nobody would be, no, would be, no nobody would be criticizing her or anything. What You know what I'm going to do? As soon as this is over, I'm going to go to iTunes and I'm going to download uh, whatever Jackie Ivanko album there is. I'm going to go to iTunes. I'm going to download a, a whole, the whole album, not a song. I'm going to download the whole album in support of her because I feel like, I feel like she needs to know that what she's been through is not typical. I feel like what she needs to know is this sacrifice she's making. And, and why I say sacrifice, because she's putting herself out there and getting all this hatred from all these weirdos and all these creepazoids and all these losers. And she's getting these, this, this backlash and she's got to endure stupid interviews from George Stephanopoulos. I'm going to show her support and I'm going to show her support in the best way I can by supporting her career. And saying, look, uh, you know, I wasn't really aware. I kind of remember her from when she was on uh, America's Got Talent or The, the Voice. I don't even remember the show, so I guess I, don't, <laughs> I guess I don't. But I'm going to go out there and say, hey, you know what? You're doing a great thing. You're a great American. You're an inspiration to young people. And I hope my daughter uh, is, you know, is never put in a position like yours. But if she is, I hope she, uh, she, she comes through with as much poise and as much dignity as you have. And, and to show you how much I support you, I'm going to drop 20 bucks on your album. Uh, and I would urge you, if you can, to do the same. Even if you can just download a single, that'd be great too. Jackie Ivanko, it's E-V-A-N-C-H-O. You know, she's supporting Donald Trump. She's supporting our new, next president. If you voted for him, I mean, think about all these other uh, moronic performers who turned him down. David Foster, uh, Andrea Bocelli. I mean, I'm sure the list goes on and on and on. Garth Brooks, even Garth Brooks, who made some half-assed excuse about not being there because he's got a tour. Come on, dude. You know, ain't nobody buying that. Ain't nobody buying that with your big black hat and your face. that looks like a thumb. You can tour anytime you want. You can only perform for Donald Trump's first inauguration one time. 
and you're turning it down because you're afraid that some of these crossover pop people that love your albums, some of these artists who you've worked with, who you've garnered, you know, are going to lose respect for you. Maybe Snoop Dogg's going to lash out at you. You're going to, you're afraid because you can't take it because you just want to be loved. And so you're telling everyone, this is a time, Garth Brooks, let me read you. You know what? Let me Google his statement because I don't want to, I don't want to misquote Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks statement on inauguration. I want to make sure that I get the, the verbiage of this. Uh, don't okay. Why Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks explains why he backed out of the inauguration during, uh, let's see, during his weekly Inside Studio G web series, country singer Garth Brooks told his fans the real reason he won't be performing at President-elect Donald Trump's inauguration. He's not trying to make a political statement about the president-elect. It's conflicted with tour dates in Cincinnati. He said after a performance at the Rockefeller Christmas tree, uh, I told him it's always an honor to serve. I hadn't been asked at that point. He said he and close friend Steve Wynn, who booked the event, later sat down to discuss the possibility of him performing. They decided to leave it up to karma. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to do, we got one going out, pray for him and his family. It's talking about President Barack Obama. And for the president going in, pray for him and his family as they guide this nation. Let's stay together in love and unity. That's what it's all about. However, He's, uh, he's not, he's not coming to perform. I, I call BS on it, man. I think if you really want to bring the country together, why don't you step up and sing for the president? Garth, Garth Schmarth. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to buy any, uh, I'm going to download uh, a Jackie Ivanko album and, uh, you know what? I'm actually going to buy a CD and I'm going to send it to Garth Brooks and I'm going to say, here's a, uh, here's a real American performer for you. Uh, and where was I? I got law. I got, okay. All right, let's get back to, so anyway, so Jackie Ivanko buy her album supporter. Okay. After that, uh, after that at 1130 AM opening remarks, religious leaders will offer the invocation and readings. Let's get back to this. Here we go. This is when the real fun begins. This is when the real exciting stuff begins. Okay. Oh, the Rockettes will also be performing. I totally forgot. Uh, okay. The 1130 open religious leaders, invocation readings. Pence will be sworn in first. Uh, Mike Pence will be sworn in by Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Mike Pence, by the way, chose, he could have chosen anyone he wanted to swear him in. The Chief Justice swears in the president, and uh, and, and uh, Pence could have chosen anyone. He chose Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, and guess how much controversy that stirred up. Man, people were annoyed about that. Oh, of course, you choose the black Supreme Court Justice, of course. Like, we don't know you're a hate. Anyway, it's just, it's all ridiculous. Uh, he'll be using President Abraham Lincoln's inauguration Bible, as well as the Bible that Trump's mother gave to him at his Sunday school graduation in 1955. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Trump. Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so at noon, Trump will recite the oath of office. That happens at exactly noon. U.S. Supreme Court Justice John Roberts will be there. He will be using Abraham Lincoln's inaugural Bible, as well as the Bible that Trump's mother gave him at his Sunday school graduation in 1955. 55. Afterward, Trump will deliver his inaugural address at 12.30. I can't wait for that address, by the way. I really can't wait to see what Donald Trump says. I'm so excited for this inaugural address. I know it's going to be awesome. I know that the speechwriters have been working on this. And if the crowd is, is in it, if the crowd is behind him, if all the Trumplicans, if all the deplorables come out in force, it's going to be an amazing it's going to be an amazing event, one that you should definitely uh, take part in, whether it's just on television uh, or on the radio or whatnot. At 12.30, the ceremony ends. And then, in keeping with tradition, Trump and Pence will attend the congressional lunch 
in the Capitol. Now, three to five, there's the inaugural uh, parade. The uh, newly minted president and vice president make their way 1.5 miles along Pennsylvania Avenue from the Capitol to the White House, trailed by some 8,000 parade participants. They will include members of all U.S. military branches, as well as high school and university marching bands, equestrian corps, first responders, veterans groups, and even a tractor brigade. 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., Trump, Pence, and their wives will make appearance uh, appearances at the three official inaugural balls, two of which will be held at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center, the other at the National Building Museum. A number of semi-official and unofficial balls will also take place throughout the city. And then uh, sometime in between there, that's when the real excitement starts. That's when the real excitement starts. From the time Donald Trump gets to the White House at around 5 p.m. to the time he leaves for the first inaugural ball, don't think he's not going to be a man of action. He's going to be in that Oval Office. He's going to sit down at that desk. He's going to say, give me my pen. And he's going to grab his pen, and he's going to start writing executive orders. I mean, they'll probably already be written. He's just going to, you know, he'll sign them. But he's going to start signing executive orders. He's going to undo this. He's going to undo that. He's going to start deconstructing the Barack Obama agenda piece by piece. He's going to start whittling away at the government piece by piece. Taxes piece by piece. Every single thing that Barack Obama ever did, which has brought harm to the American way of life and constrained us from from uh, realizing that life, liberty, and that pursuit of happiness that we've all been chasing, he's going to start to undo with his pen on day one. Day one, he's not going to wait till Saturday. He's not going to wait till Saturday. On day one, he's going to get going as president of the United States. Don't you even think it ain't going to happen. Then on Saturday, uh, they do some kind of national prayer service. Anyway, I'll be back here because I've got to coach my son's flag football game. So that's it. That's it. That's a rundown of all the events in the city tomorrow and the next day for the presidential inauguration. And like I said, it's going to be something that is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Now, if you want to win the Deplora box, because again, I'll be wandering around the city collecting all these great items, items to put in the Deplora box and mail out to some lucky person, some lucky person who subscribes to this podcast. Make sure that you have subscribed, downloaded some episodes, listened to them. Make sure you leave a five-star rating and a comment because I'm going to be picking the winner of the Deplore Box from the comments on this podcast. Please share it with anybody you know. You can copy the link you can put on your Facebook or your Twitter and and uh, make sure that you're tuned in because I will be podcasting and broadcasting and doing all this great stuff from Washington, D.C. over the course of the next two days. This is the Mark K Show. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, and be sure to tune in tomorrow.